Hello, hello, and welcome back. I hope you all had a lovely holiday weekend. And we're back, and I'm excited to share this episode with you. But it wouldn't be an episode without me first asking for you to please rate, review, and subscribe. If you could head on over to iTunes, just rate, review, subscribe. Uh, just even a rating. Just throw me those stars. And that really helps if you don't feel like writing anything. I do want to send out a special shout out to Flanagan for their very, very kind um review. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Any sort of support like that, like sharing it, uh, telling your friends about it, getting it into the ears of more people. Um, that's how, believe it or not, that's how podcasts work. And since I am but one mere human uh, trying to change the world, one nice conversation at a time, it would mean the world to me if you could could help me out uh, and just rate, review, subscribe, share, etc., etc. You know the drill. Also, what I'm really excited about are stickers. So that cute little logo with the dog, uh, which is loosely based on a combination of my Pekingese and my Terrier mutt, um, that beautiful, adorable puppy and flowers with stars and hearts and stuff, is now a sticker. Uh, first of all, that logo was created by Rob Allen, a really talented and lovely artist I've had the pleasure to work with. Um, please follow him on Instagram because his Instagram is great uh, watching his process. He's a beautiful artist and he's got other fun stuff on there too. So yeah, Rob Allen on Instagram, always enjoy that feed uh, and really enjoy his his talent and his artwork. And yeah, so I have these beautiful stickers. I was thinking the first 10 people to get in touch with me, I'll send you a sticker. Okay, does that sound nice? It's really cute. Um, so yeah, you can find me. My email address is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at I think you're nice.com or you can leave me a message on I think you're nice.com. There's a contact sec- uh, section where you can leave me a message there. Otherwise, I'm on Twitter. I think you're nice. Facebook. I think you're nice or Instagram. I think you're nice. So get in touch. Let me know if you'd like a sticker. I'll send you a sticker. Um, so again, thank you to Rob Allen for creating that. And now this episode is extra exciting because my other friend, Rob, uh, Rob Whitehead, is a bus driver for King County. And so I have a feeling folks are going to have questions about being a bus driver or like different questions about buses or bus routes or how they work. And so even if you're not in Seattle and even if you're in another country, in another city, in another town, but you have a question about the bus or buses or bus driving, write in. Let me know. Rob made it very clear that he is excited to talk about buses and would love to answer your questions if he can. So please get in touch with me in the ways I just mentioned. Sarah at IThinkYou'reNice.com will probably be the easiest. And then maybe we'll have Rob back and we will answer all those questions. So, okay, good. We got all that stuff out of the way. Rate, review, subscribe, stickers, if you want them, let me know. And Rob wants to know if you have questions. I want to know if you have questions. And I just want to know, how you doing? How are you doing? You doing okay? Yeah, doing all right? I hope you're doing all right, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks! Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Of welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice, where I am your host, Sarah Hanchar, and aw, did you hear that snuffle? Luca's in the studio. Uh, But I interview somebody who I think is nice, and we talk about nice things, 
and it's nice. And today, my very special guest is Rob Whitehead. Hello. <laughs> I told you it was a fancy introduction. <laughs> you did. Um, and I'm going to be honest, Rob, well, you were the one of the first people in my head when I made this podcast. Oh, shucks. Um, because I, I realized that lots of people have really cool friends who have interesting jobs and mm -hmm. who are interesting and fun. And I thought, well, my friends are interesting and fun, and I want to I want to show them off I'm like a proud mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, today's jumping off topic is uh, uh, bus driving because Rob is a bus driver for the city of Seattle. Yes, indeed, uh, for King County Metro. King County Metro. Um, and if you have any questions, well, tough, because this isn't a call-in show. Uh, but I guess, I don't know, get in touch with me somehow. <laughs> Mom, the one who's listening to this. Um, so when did you become a bus driver? I started about a year and a half ago, uh, November 2016. My goodness. That's almost... That's coming up on two. I guess I'm I, like rounding up. You're right. We, we want it to be fall very badly because it's <laughs> we're dying of smoke inhalation. Because but, we're on fire. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess more than a year and a half, but less than two years. Um, yeah, most of that I was part-time. Uh, at King County Metro, part-time generally means you drive for around two to four hours a day, although there's options to do more and... Uh, about six months ago, I went full time, which is forty plus hours a week. Forty plus yeah. hours a week. Oh yeah. Oh dang. Um. It's most almost all drivers drive more than the straight forty. Oh really? Yeah, most of the pieces they have uh, pieces of work that you can pick are you know they might be eight hours and thirty minutes or eight oh, hours okay. and such and such minutes and. Uh, we're guaranteed eight hours every day by the union, and um, if you have a little extra things like paperwork or your bus pulls in late, which happens a lot. Oh, um, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. The bus is late? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get paid for that, of course. Um, <laughs> so King County Metro... Wait a minute. You mean I'm late to my job, but you're getting paid for yours? I'm getting paid overtime. You're getting paid overtime? Yeah. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in Seattle, the time has come to rise up <laughs> against the bus. I'm kidding. We all know that how hard being a bus driver is. Or at least I would like to think everyone knows how hard it is to well, be a bus that's, driver. I guess that's what we're here to discuss. That is, yes. We're going to get real <laughs> Charlie Rose about this and really talk about um, uh, bus driving. But no, really. Because when I... Um, you know the one, the, the old 132. I, I took it to get here. Uh, yay! One time, uh, Rob was uh, the bus driver on my route, but at like a really weird time of day. So uh, it, I came by your house at 420. Yeah. I remember very specifically, it was like, if I'm on time, I'm at your house at 420, Sarah. <laughs> and so I got on that 420 bus for exactly two stops. It was me and Horatio. Oh, oh I so did, meet, did Horatio meet Horatio before. for okay. like... About a minute, maybe? That's why Horatio is staring at me so intently. Yeah, Horatio, honey, go lay down. Or is your sister in the bed? Well, I'm sorry. That That's just how life is. For a while, you were peppering the world with bus facts. Oh, that's right. That was awesome. 
Um, so how, how does one become a bus driver to begin oh, with? Uh, so the way I became one is I saw an ad on the side of a bus. <laughs> did you really? I did. I swear to, I swear to God, <laughs> I saw an ad that said part-time. So there's a bunch of these in there. You can still probably see them around. There's these ads on the sides of buses that are like part-time bus driver, part-time volleyball coach or whatever. Okay. Part-time bus driver, part-time photographer. And they're trying to say, hey, you can, you can have a job that will get you medical benefits but then also keep your regular job oh you can do that i, I you have to pay a little bit if you're part-time but it's not that much yeah and the, and the the way things are like being able to work part-time for something that will give you benefits is better than working yeah i mean the math on that is probably yeah when when you say bus driving is a hard job there are things that are frustrating or difficult about it but it's a pretty good job. Oh, it's I want to be as clear as I can. Like, I, I want to thank the union for that because the union is a big part of that. Um, that's why we get, you know, the eight-hour guarantee. They can't cut our hours down to 30 if they just happen to not have as much work because yeah. we are guaranteed our eight hours. If they say go home, it's like, okay, great. You're still going to pay me the full eight hours. Yeah. Um, it's a good job. The, the toughest part is the boredom. Oh, the toughest part's the boredom. In my experience, ah. if I had been attacked by someone, I probably would have said being attacked <laughs> by someone, but that hasn't happened to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, well, well, yes, we will get to your experience on the field. So you saw, you saw the bus. I ad. saw the ad and I thought, well, I'm between jobs and kind of lost. Um, why don't I give that a try? Because you were a techie guy, right? I was trying to do that. Yeah. I, it turns out I'm not good at it. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, but that's all right. Yeah, everyone's got skills. That's not one of mine. Uh, and uh, so I saw this and I thought, well, I've had jobs where I drove before and I kind of liked that. And it's a lot like learning to drive again. Okay. That's, that's the analogy I use because it's you do a written test, you have a permit for a while, and um, the time you have the permit is much shorter with Metro because... For those two weeks, at the start of the six-week training, uh, they're teaching you how to drive the bus, both the 40 and the 60-foot ones. The the 60-foot ones are the bendy ones. Yeah. Articulated. Articulated. Yeah. Or, or accordion. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we call them artics. The the term that vehicle maintenance uses for the accordion part, they uh -huh. call it the bellows. <gasps> what? Yeah. Neat. I'd, I've never seen that used by any bus driver except on the forms we fill out to say, like, what part of the bus is broken? The bellows. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I've never had that. Uh, anyway, so you do, the, for the first two weeks, you uh, you go into class, and, like, uh, in the afternoon for a few hours, you, during weekdays, you learn about the system and how Metro works and all that stuff. Um, and then on the weekends, you're out there driving. Um uh, for eight hours both days. Like actual people yeah. or on the course? Oh, no. Uh, so you're out on, on city streets out in, in Burien. Okay. Um, but you are not dry. It's a training coach. Oh, we've seen, I've seen those. Well, they'll have, everyone has been crestfallen by those, oh, yeah. by oh, those yeah. buses. Like, is that my, oh, in training. Yeah. Where it says in tra or training. It's, when, you're, when you're driving that bus, you get to see all the people looking at you being like, ah, ah, oh. oh. Or the people who uh, don't read English as well, like uh -huh. really confused because you just drove past them. Yeah. You heartless monster. Right. It feels bad. <laughs> um, 
Now, whenever I see someone in training, I get really excited. Um, bus drivers in training are very, very timid compared to uh, vetted bus uh, bus drivers who have passed the test and been driving a while. Yeah. Um, so I just get very excited because you see the the person, and they don't have uniforms yet either, because mm-hmm. you only get your uniform once you've like passed training. They don't okay. want to invest that all that in you. Um, They're not going to give that shirt to anybody in pants. Yeah. Is it shirt and pants? Yeah. I guess I'm, I never really looked at the lower half of a bus driver because <laughs> I don't uh, see I mean, we got some up. options: pants, shorts. There's no skirts, as far as I know. Oh, I would love a sundress, a, a metro <laughs> there's, bus driver. There's no sun. official sundress. Okay, well, I'll put in some designs and see what I can do. I think that's a good idea. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so you do you. those two weeks. You pass the CDL test, which involves like you kind of have to cram. There's a bus inspection that you're supposed to perform beforehand that. You never do in actual real life. There's an inspection process, but it's very different. Um, But for the CDL tester, you have to be able to be like, okay, first I would go and check that there are no loose or missing nuts or bolts or other parts uh, on the tire rims. Then I would check the tire lug nuts to make sure there are no, no loose or missing nuts or bolts or other parts. This is the phrase they taught us to be like, make sure you get all of your bases covered because... There's just say <laughs> nuts or bolts or, or other parts. Yeah, loose or missing nuts or bolts or parts. <laughs> that's that. Making sure there's no crap just flying around. <laughs> you can't just say that. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, so you cram for that, and you, then you pass, and then about a week more of this is how the metro system works. Then they just kind of throw you out there with uh, mm-hmm. training drivers in actual service. In actual service. In actual service. So you're driving for a couple weeks where it's. Um, you still don't have a uniform, mm-hmm. and you're driving the bus that people are taking to work. There's another like bus driver in uniform right behind you, being like, sure. "Okay, go here. Okay, go here." I think I think I've been on a couple of those buses. It's likely enough. We yeah. we do train a lot of drivers. Yeah. I think it's like 16 new part timers a week. Oh wow! Holy crap! Or maybe it's maybe it's 12. In any case, it's, it's either six or 12. That's per week. That's oodles. Yeah, I mean we've got around 3,000 drivers total. What? Yeah. Huh, no ma- no wonder I keep asking, like, do you know my friend Rob? <laughs> to every single bus driver. And they never say yes. I just figured they were all liars. Mm. And I call them such. And then I attack them. <laughs> I have never attacked a bus driver. Um, nope. Never once. Because I think they're great. Um, anyway, so you do all... So, and there's a lot of... It's sort of like driver's ed, but the most intense hardest it was certainly the most intense part of my experience in metro and like there were a couple of times where i was like oh shit can i actually do this yeah and turns out i could yeah it did work out but i had so back when i was doing it we had 24 people for class they were every two weeks back oh, then. okay but um eight of the people in my class failed who um let's see what were the reasons? Uh, one of them quit just on purpose. Like, I'm going to go uh, teach at my friend's dojo. Um, <laughs> if I had a nickel every time somebody quit a job or a show for a dojo. Yeah. Uh, um, we had a couple on the driver on the CDL driving test when you actually have the person from the CDL go out and um, – ride with you and it's just like the regular driving test mm-hmm. where like you drive this course and do these certain maneuvers you don't have to parallel park because they they don't care about that but you do have to do some backing maneuvers sure. um two of them hopped a curb on that 
Is that an automatic fail? Yeah. Hopping your curve is an automatic fail. You can rub the curve and be okay. Okay. But if you hop it, you're out. You're done. To be fair, uh, this is out in Burien. So Uh the the curves are nice and wide. Mm -hmm. It's easier to avoid them. Yeah. Um, But you still do have to be careful. If there are certain routes where if that was a requirement, every driver would fail. Because there's just (laughs) uh, the route... (laughs) Three and four terminal for everyone who goes down there when you're turning right from Third Ave West onto Nickerson. Um, if you know how to not hop the curb on that one, please call me. Call in. Call in uh, <laughs> to this not live recorded show. Um, in a 40-foot bus, you don't get points for knowing how to do it in a car. Um, yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about, you said a 40-foot, so that's the non-articulated. That's, that's the small size. That's the small the smaller bus. Right. Are there only the two sizes? There's 35-foot buses. There's a, a few of those. Those are the crazy ones, right? The ones that are pretty vintage? No, those are actually very new. Oh. Um, The 35-footers, they have two doors like the other ones. Um, oh. And they're hybrid electric. A lot of them, almost all of them are hybrid electric. Mm-hmm. But these ones are such that sometimes when you stop at a light, the diesel engine will just turn off. <laughs> Which oh, is, on purpose. Which weirds you out. Yes. Yeah, it's it's doing it on purpose, but none of the other buses do that. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a really old 30-foot bus that you might have seen. Um, okay. It's only got one door, and it's very, very old, like 1996 old. That's an it old may, bus. It may be the oldest bus in the system. <laughs> is that like the punishment bus? Like if... Um, No, every bus has its good and bad things. It's mm. It's... Very much a matter of opinion. They did retire the 2300 series, which was a high floor bus, the 60 foot articulated, um, that had no air conditioning. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That it might was be. deeply unpleasant, whatever that was, it was. To me, that was an unpleasant bus. Many people like them because they turn really well. Oh. They've got a very good turning radius. Well, you have your own climate life in there, but you said no that's AC true. for you either. No though. AC at all. Okay. They had a back window. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that is, a, I mean, that's mildly a nice thing. But... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean in the back of the bus? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like, I don't know what I thought you meant. Oh, like, like behind the seat or something? Yeah. I'm like, cool. Yeah. So everyone can see the back of your head. <laughs> um, um, okay, so that is, if for my friends who aren't in cities, city buses very rarely have a back window. It's usually just... At, at least at, at King yeah. County Metro. Yeah. Uh, they actually put the air conditioner where the back window used to be. Oh, all right. Um, I get you. Yeah. So uh, when you went out, and then you're, are you off and running? You're like, you, you so do, do those, six weeks and yeah, then... Yeah, you do those six weeks and then you graduate. They give you your uniform. Um, you get four shirts, three pants to start out. Okay. Um, and a vest and a jacket and... They say, okie doke, head out there. Did you feel very proud when you... I did. Yeah. I still have the certificate, the part-time operator certificate tra- yeah. uh, framed. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I remember you were talking about the process, and there was a lot that goes into it, which is yeah. really good because, I mean, you are responsible for a lot of people's safety. That's true. Uh, there was a, a news story just recently, if we can talk current events. Yes, we can. Of a driver who... Okay, we should probably talk about electric buses. What's electric I, buses? I always want to talk about electric buses. <laughs> it's always on my mind. So the modern like 
The new cool thing is that we have battery electric buses. Okay. But yes. electric buses as a technology are actually really old, like more than 100 years old. Is that like the ding-ding trolley in San Francisco sort of thing, or...? Sort of. That's electric boogie-woogie-woogie. Woogie. Those are electric trolleys. We have what are called trolley buses or trackless trolleys. Okay. Um, the whole thing looks like a bus. It's got rubber tires. It's 40 feet long or 60 feet long and, and all that. But it's got poles that go up to wires overhead. Yes. And uh, those poles are where all the electricity comes from. And back in 1902, you could, they had the technology to make this. That's amazing. Um, now, back in those days, if your poles come off the wires, you have to get them back on the wires. Oh. And otherwise, you're staying exactly where you are. Yeah. Or you're calling a truck to um, come push you. Um, that state of affairs continued, uh, in Seattle at least, until 2015. <laughs> so from 1902 um, to 2015, uh, that was the plan? <laughs> uh, in Seattle, we've only had some, them since 1941. But yeah, 19, that's... So 1941 <clears throat> to, 19, or yeah, to 2015. I, it requires some amount of uh, more attention than driving just a diesel bus. Yeah. Because uh, you have to watch the intersections and the wires and all this stuff to make sure you don't fall off. Yeah. Um, but now we have battery electric. So they have the poles still, but uh -huh. if you if you lose your poles... You can uh, go on batteries for a mile or two. Oh. We're not supposed to do that because uh, unless we have a good reason, mm -hmm. because the batteries will wear out. Just like your laptop, like if you use if you have a laptop for several years, the battery will get worse and worse until it doesn't work anymore. Same thing with the buses, and those batteries cost ninety thousand bucks. Holy crap! Buses are so expensive. <laughs> Rob just braced himself a little bit. Like, buses are really expensive. Like... He parked his out front of my house <laughs> right now, so... Yeah, I'm going to need your help backing out of your driveway. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the the 40-foot electric uh, trolleys cost over a million dollars. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. Why? Um, there's a lot of safety features that go in. We buy them all brand new. If you go to other oh, okay. metro systems, they might buy them used. They might okay. buy our cast-offs. Um, how did we get onto electric guns? Oh yeah, the news oh, story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the news story. Right. So good. One, good one job, of, you. <laughs> one of my colleagues uh, lost their poles on the wires. It happens all the time. Sure. Like, yeah, you, you see them pop off all the time. They come out yeah. with the stick. Uh, there's no stick unless oh. something's really gone wrong. Oh, you just you just grab them with gloves. Uh, there's there's ropes that come down from the poles. That's, what That's I'm probably what of. you're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, and you wear gloves because they're filthy. Uh huh. Um. And you, you know, put them back up. My colleague got out of the bus without setting the parking brake. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And this is a, a stretch of road that I drive almost every day on my current work. Uh-huh. So it's like, there but for the grace of God goes I uh, sort of situation. And <laughs> yeah. thank goodness one of their passengers mm -hmm. um, was very quick thinking, dashed up to the front to the driver's seat and slammed on the brakes yeah because by this time like the operator's running after it but he's never going to catch it this is a, a moderately steep hill yeah um oh. and this passenger thank goodness was very quick thinking very close to the seat and stopped it before it hit any other cars or anything wow so um, no one was hurt everyone was okay yeah. i hope yes okay no okay. no injuries no no nothing from that yeah i i actually had a nightmare about this a couple of days before i read this story like oh interesting that i had gotten out of the bus and not set the parking brake interesting um but you mentioning like 
the the long training process makes me I don't know think of this that yeah. like <laughs> I'm really working on recovered memories in this podcast. <laughs> I just want to dig deep and get in there and see what what paranoia like uh yeah what's what people's anxiety is. I'm the anxiety harvester. No, that's not true. I hope. Um wow. Wow. Oh my god. That now that I know that everyone's okay, that is pretty funny though. It yeah. <laughs> it for sure is. And like my And he's like running and there's air marks behind him, you know, yeah. like in the cartoons. Yeah. He uh, or she. Sorry. I don't know. I I don't know. I it's about 20% women in Metro, according to a survey from a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, 20% women operators. Uh, I don't know what the supervisor ratio is, but... Um, yeah, that got posted in the Metro Divers Facebook group, and there are a couple <laughs> people clowning on them, and a couple people saying, well, but we all make mistakes, and... Yeah. That's true, we do. I'm glad I've never made a mistake on that scale. I guess, how would you... Do you not have like a park? Is it is everything in standard, obviously, or um, like with there is yeah, there's no park gear. So we've got on the trolleys, which mm-hmm. operate somewhat differently from diesel buses. Um, we've got forward, neutral, reverse. Um, okay. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, we have <laughs> what we have is uh, an air brake, like parking brake, mm-hmm. and that thing is astonishingly powerful. I imagine it would have to be. Yeah, it's. Um, Air brakes are standard on large vehicles, and they're... They sound like this. When you use them on the highway. Mm, yes, Otherwise that's true. <laughs> Agreed. I, I, li- I, lived, <laughs> I live off to, lived near I-80 in Pennsylvania, uh, where it's very, very hilly. And so oh, air brakes right. and Jake brakes were discouraged in certain neighborhoods because it right, was... Right, because then you would hear that throughout the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have uh we still call them jake brakes sometimes but we have regenerative brakes on most buses where Ooh, they regenerative like, brakes. well most of metro's fleet is hybrids now so they mm. uh, just like a prius or whatever they absorb it back into the batteries that's so cool i'm s- thank you scientists uh-huh. for doing these things because instead of like wearing brakes down oh you're making energy for later mm-hmm I'm not making something worse. I'm preparing something better for the future. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why can't that be something we all do every day? Um, lovely. Uh, so, do you drive a which? What, what kind of what kind of craft? Let's see. Uh, Bus, <clears throat> coach, coach, right? So you guys call them coaches. We do. Uh, so I, they're, they're semi interchangeable. I'm a word nerd, so like. <laughs> Bus can be a, di- a bunch of different things, as you, as everyone knows. Like it can be a specific hunk of fiberglass and steel. Mm-hmm. It could be a route, um, like oh. the Route One Thirty Two. Well, no, like, are you waiting for the bus or which bus? Like the One Thirty Two. Ah, that okay. kind of bus. Um, side note: route, not route, in Metro. Route. I don't know why, but I was heavily corrected. Oh, <laughs> when, well, not like meanly so, but my first day. This lovely old uh, Dutch woman, um, very near retirement. She's retired now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inika tells me. I, I say, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm driving Route 77. Route 77. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, Inika, I promise. We're out. <laughs> she was very nice. Shout out to Inika DeVore, wherever you are. Yeah. You, you were very helpful on my first day. Awesome. Happy retirement. Yes. Very it's, happy. Uh, yeah. I asked about driving downtown, and she laughed and said, I haven't driven downtown in 20 years. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's seniority that you get to pick your routes yeah. as, it, as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I keep going on tangents. I, uh, no, that's why we're here. Okay. No, no, no. I have the only agenda today was to talk about buses. Oh, God. End of list. You invited the right person. I, <laughs> I can't, cannot shut up about them. When I, at parties now, I, I warn people, I drive a bus and I won't shut up about it if you keep asking questions. <laughs> um, where? How did we get to Inica? Uh, could be anything route Route. Uh, what, oh, what, buses are different bus what, what do you mean by okay bus so or this, a this is a nesting uh tangent so excellent <laughs> so buses describe there's a bunch of different things and then a coach is a specific piece of fiberglass and steel okay. like it is that coach the one that is next to you that physical hunk of thing that you can touch it's not coach 77 okay so bus 77, or is all the buses or whatever yeah, that might be on I'm waiting route. for the bus. You're not waiting for the coach. Which, like, I guess as as an English speaker, you would already know you don't wait for the coach 77. But, <laughs> yes. Or as an American English speaker, I guess. Anyway, uh, how did we get to there? Do I drive the same bus or coach every... Do you? Uh, my current work, I drive four different ones on five different days. So two different oh, wait. coaches I, or routes? I do drive... Six different routes on four different pieces of work. Okay. So a piece of work is like, on this day, I'm going to come in and do X, Y, Z things. Like, like... Uh, for example, on Saturdays now. Okay. I come in, I... To the base, I sign in, I go out to the Route 4 terminal, pick up a bus from the guy who is now done for the... Uh, I relieve the guy who's mm -hmm. driving the Route 4, I take it out, drive a round trip on the 4, drive a round trip on the 3... And then two more round trips on the four. And then oh. I'm done. And that's my Saturday work. Okay. Um, my Friday work is different. My Sunday work is different. But my Monday and Tuesday is the same thing. Do you like... I imagine you like that there are different pieces of work, right? So that is nice. So at least a little bit of variety? Yeah. That is nice for me, at least. Um, yeah. Some people like doing the same thing every day. A lot of... I think more commonly people like having five different pieces of work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although, do you ever accidentally start to do one route over the other because some are very similar to each other yes. especially when you get downtown a couple weeks ago i uh, <laughs> uh starting out seattle pacific university uh up on in northern queen anne whatever you call that neighborhood mm -hmm. uh and i was my sunday work is driving the three the four and the 13 uh, at different times and i could I'm driving out there. I'm like, yep, I'm driving Route 4. Going to turn left here. And I look up at my sign. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm thir Route 13. Different Whoopsie places. Whoopsie doodle. Um, <laughs> How far had you gone? I had gone about a minute oh. after the turn. Uh, well, that's not the end of the world. It's not. The problem is... You were uh, in Queen Anne, where it's Land of Hills? Uh, the hills weren't the big factor. The streets are pretty narrow in Queen Anne, so wow. there's not a lot of options for turning a bus around. Shoot. Um, <laughs> so I called it in, and they said, okay, um, well, you're going to turn here and go back up the hill. And so I had to go all the way down the hill, oh, loop around, and then come back up and then go in service. I, I lost about 15 minutes. I got written up for that one. Oh. Yeah. You got written up? Yeah. 
that's, I mean... I won't do it again, that's for sure, but... I mean, as far as things go, that's pretty innocuous. Hmm. Like... Sure, but, I mean, there were a bunch of people who were 15 minutes late. Oh, no, no, no. Don't they wouldn't me, have otherwise Don't get been. me wrong. I'm very disappointed in you, <laughs> and I'm glad you brought this up so we can it, have it, our Sure, it wasn't a, wasn't a safety hazard. <laughs> I, but, yeah, as far as, yeah, you didn't hurt yourself or hurt anybody else, then... I, no, but I know what it's look like to look at the One Bus Away app and be like, what happened? <laughs> I've been there, too. I take the bus <laughs> to and from work, so... I, you get it. <laughs> I'm glad I do, because it keeps me sympathetic. <laughs> I think about that when the bus is really late. I'm like, pretend it's Rob, and <laughs> like they're stressed out. They mm -hmm. know that they're running late. They are very aware that they're running late. Yeah. And and what they probably lose their break unless oh. they have a really good break. I mean, not the entirety of it. We're guaranteed a small amount, but it can take a twenty minute break to a five minute break. Ugh, everyone, get on the bus quickly and sit down, <laughs> because otherwise they don't get their break. Don't No, d d at whatever pace you're capable of. No, quickly, <laughs> don't fall down, because that will add more time for them. So you get on at, okay, at a adequate speed, you sit down and you sit quietly, and you put your hands in your lap, and you just sit there. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could have like a code of behavior for the bus. Yeah, um, it's not so, but, like I would say most of the time it's not within the bus driver's control. That's the sympathy I'd hope people would have. Like that specific instance, it was completely my fault. Yes, and I felt bad, and I still feel a little bad. It was uh, fifteen minutes, dude. Everyone. It's, lived. Oh yeah, it's in the past. Yeah. So you know the the embarrassment of it fades as you know that kind of thing does, but. Uh, most of the time, the things that make you late are not within your control. No, because a lot of times I was feeling really crab-ass because I'm like, oh, I'm, it's work. And, you know, I've been so smoky mm. and the bus was running late and I'm at, I hate my bus stop in Pioneer Square. I hate oh, it. Oh, which one are you at? Third uh, and Main. Oh, geez. Yeah. So it's. That's, uh, that's a notorious one. Okay. I'm glad to know that because right. I'm like, You're... am I just being overly sensitive or is this awful you're at, you're at the top end of of rough bus stops both in terms of like there's all the way down third yeah i'm sorry go ahead yeah uh but even among third ave bus stops third main is like oh good just, just even as <laughs> there's a lot of people people around that are you know scary and there's i don't know there's other issues there with with how we perceive people but there are generally like scary people there there are um, very few... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I keep... You go ahead, please, please. Um, uh, I find that... So I work in Pioneer Square, mm -hmm. um, as lots of people do, and there is, of course, a homeless homelessness problem in Seattle. Mm -hmm. There are three different homeless shelters in Pioneer Square alone, which right. explains why we have um, a lot of homeless folks. And for the most part, they're just worried about getting themselves safe and warm, yeah. And because uh, the shelters fill up, and they're then they're forced to the streets and to their yeah. tents, and it really sucks. Um, but then there is a percentage of folks who are straight up terrifying <laughs> and sure. um, uh, I'm fortunate enough that if I, at one point I just hopped on a bus to get me away from there. I'm like, sure. Patrick, I don't know where I'm going, but I, I turned out on the 124, which is actually really convenient. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. For him to come pick me up from there. Um, or I'll, or I can Uber away sometimes mm -hmm. because there have, I just so many unfortunate and super bummer incidences. Yeah. Um, although once this isn't funny, but it is funny, mm -hmm. but it's not, but it, it, it kind of is. Well, I was waiting for the bus. Um, it's like, it's not even that late. It's like seven thirty. Um, 
and this guy cruises by on his bike and he rings the bell ding ding the crack man is here <laughs> ding ding and he's saying ding ding there's no bell oh great he's ding ding in himself uh-huh. and he's like the crack man is here it's like ice cream but with crack <laughs> and i instantly am like god how much is crack like i had so many questions yeah i'm like i've never been this close to a crack or like knowingly close to a crack sure. dealer and i feel like i have a lot of questions i want to kind of look at it i want to maybe don't want to smoke it, obviously. Sure, but, like, when is he coming in on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Our special guest! Ding, ding, the crack man! <laughs> um, and then, unfortunately, he got on the bus with uh. me. Like I said, my code of conduct on the bus is get on the bus, try to pay for the bus if you can, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes people don't, and they can't, fine, just sit down anyway, mm-hmm. because either bus driver's going to let you on, because you said you pretty much... You're, it's, it's at your discretion, right? Uh, it's a, it ends up being a complicated topic. The overall yeah. metro policy is don't get in fair disputes. Don't um, get in fair disputes. The The biggest part of that is if you get in fair... The, the biggest source of operator assaults is fair disputes. Yeah. Um, so they, they don't want you getting assaulted, so they say don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. If someone asks for a transfer, give them the transfer. Yeah. If someone asks for a free ride, give them the free ride. Yeah, it's not worth your safety. Yeah. The, for, it's usually just a couple of stops, Oh, honestly. for sure. And even if it's the whole thing, what does it matter? Exactly. Like, so a lot of people get on and say, I'm just coming on for a couple of stops. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, some portion of the time it's a lie. Uh, a larger portion of the time, yep, they're just going a couple of stops. But it doesn't really matter to me. I think yep. the reason they ask is there are particular bus drivers who care. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's like a slippery slope of getting of being a grumpy bus driver like it's a yeah it's a trope like right the the grumpy bus driver sure um who's who's the one from the uh ralph cramden is that the guy wait who am i thinking of? i don't know the the one from the honeymooners he's also like uh oh i've never seen that he also commits spousal abuse in the old like <laughs> show to the yeah exactly i guess he just threatens it i don't think they show much of it on this i hope they didn't i didn't (laughs) i I, don't think they have i've explained as much of this as i know (laughs) people just people just say are you like ralph cramden i'm like oh now i know this because enough people have asked because now enough people also know but he's he's a he's the stereotypical grumpy bus driver grumpy bus driver and and there are plenty of grumpy bus drivers out there and it's to me, it's it's a weekly struggle to make sure that I'm like, I I keep it pretty like, um, chill. Yeah, that's on my better days. Uh, I it's more non-emotive. Mm-hmm. Is my is my mo? Um, I think I have kind of a arresting jerk face, so that might lead me on a more arresting lead me to be more. Intimidating than I want to be, but in general, I just try and stay. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to pretend that I don't know you, that you're my bus driver, <laughs> and how I would perceive you. Um. Well, let me do my morning again, getting on the bus. Okay. Boop. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. I, I do try in, in service of being nice to, I greet everyone and say thank you for everyone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just kind of a strategy more than, 
more than genuine gratitude. I am grateful for everyone who pays their fare, whatever. That's sure. It. Yes, sure. But it's more of a like, this is my routine. This is how I make sure I greet everyone on the bus. It helps establish at least the tiniest rapport with everyone. Well, I like it because I also work in the service industry and I, it makes me crazy when people are like, I want this, I want this, I want that. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. There's no eye contact. There's no pleases and thank yous. And I'm like, real quick, I am a person mm-hmm. and I am here happily to give you, you know, the chocolate that you want. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, I also, also, I'm like, okay, how can we make sure, like, I, I drove through somewhere, and mm-hmm. I realized, I'm like, I haven't looked at this person in the face uh-huh. yet, and I felt really bad about it. Uh-huh. So I got my order, I looked at her, and I said, thank you so much. Like, looked her in the eyeball, saw mm-hmm. that she was probably, like, a like young kid, braces, and I'm like, look at you, Krispy Kreme girl, <laughs> let's go. And I'm like... Okay, I'm so that's why I try <laughs> to connect with my morning bus driver. I love her. Yeah. I don't know anything other than that she says good morning and we smile nicely at each other and mm-hmm. I say thank you and I wave and she th- says you know whatever and waves. Um, no, does she wave? No, she gives me the <laughs> in the mirror. I do that. Eyeball. Yeah, I do the the nod in the mirror with the eyeball when people say thank you. Sometimes I shout yeah. it back out at them. Thank yeah. you. I mean, Have it depends one. on what's going on. Oh yeah, it's you know, as as any social situation dictates. Yeah. Sometimes you nod, sometimes you wave. Uh, but anyway, I'm just saying, I don't. Uh, I think you're. I think you're fine. I don't think you have a resting jerk face, or at least I've never thought so. I don't. And know. I think everyone's a jerk. <laughs> like that's just my. I just assume everyone's a jerk, mm-hmm. and I move from there. Uh, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not in the slightest. <laughs> Um, but it is the struggle, I think, uh, for me at least, because um, a, a couple months ago I was. So when you start out uh, full time, they put you on what's called the board. Um, oh my! The board is a is a mode of work within Metro where um, I, that's a term I just made up. A mode of work. Oh. So in I have picked work right now, uh, which means I do the same work every Friday. I do the same work every Saturday okay. and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Um, and I have Wednesday, Thursday off every week. When you're on the board, you have the same, you have the regular two days off. Uh, but then every day, like the day before, they say, okay, tomorrow you're driving uh, Route 128 uh, oh. from such and such time to such and such time. Um, and you're just like that for the whole uh, uh, three or six months. Dang. Um, so you don't know what you're doing every day? Yeah, I mean, okay. you're at a specific base for, mm-hmm. for just being on the regular board. There's the system board, which is at all seven bases. Uh, but the, the regular board, you know you're driving one of, like, 15 or 20 bus routes um, on any given day, but you don't know which one hmm. or what times. And that got to me. That, that took a lot out of me. There's people who love it. Bless them. Uh, they're often the overtime fiends. Oh. Uh, the... The retirement structure of Metro encourages you to spend five years near the end of your career working your ass off. Oh. Uh, so you, your pension is based on your top five years. Oh. Um, but, and near the end of your career, it's going to be larger numbers because we get cost of living adjustments. Okay. Um, well, good. Because yeah, cost of living is skyrocketing. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, but it, it means that there's a lot of, like, 60-year-old bus drivers who are on the mm. board and working as much as humanly possible. And there's oh. plenty of others who are on the board working as much as they can. Anyway, so I, I would, had been on the board. I don't like it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's long days and I don't like long days <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, because they stress me out like this. And I was starting to like get very grumpy and, uh, and upset at the end of the day. And I started like enforcing the fair, which but not enfor oh. well enforcing is a strong word maybe but i would like is someone it? would put in 2 dollars when the fare is 275 and uh -huh. i'd say the fare is 275 <gasps> oh my goodness which is a bridge too far for me now i'm like rob i i sat myself down at one point i was like rob what are you doing yeah like don't you know you have sympathy and empathy for people who don't have enough money for the bus and yeah. like Maybe some people are ignorant of it, and whatever for them. Mm -hmm. Just give them the dang transfer, Rob. Yeah. Um, it's uh, You eventually start taking it personal for whatever reason, especially when you go full-time and you're working more, that it seems like a disrespect that they're not paying you. Uh, that, that, or a disrespect that they're not putting money in the, in the thing. I mean, that makes a, a lot of sense, and that would be really frustrating, because... Why do you? Why should you get a free ride? And sure, it's when other I people. Get, you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, a friend. I of, feel like being frustrated is okay. Yeah. A friend of mine at Metro put it really well. A guy from my full time class who said, um, "It inflames your sense of justice," which I, I really like that oh, phrase. Oh, that's great. Um, because you see the all these people who, as far as you know, are are struggling just as much in Seattle because Seattle uh -huh. is expensive for very many people. Almost everyone who rides the bus, yeah, it's expensive every, for. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's why we're all on the bus. <laughs> yes. Um, and you see them, other people paying full fare, and these people don't, and you're like, well, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not a judgment you can make. You're just there to drive yeah. the bus and to get people where they're going. That's very... Um... I'm very, I'm very proud of you and congratulations for being able to realize like my anger is misplaced. Um, I think anytime anyone does any job for too long, or if there's an aspect of your job, that's really starting to w break your soul. Mm -hmm. Um, so <laughs> when I was at the shop, someone came in like five minutes to close. Oh. I had been there for 10 hours already mm -hmm. and I'm like, you and they're like i want a free thumbball and i'm like i want to kill you and i'm like and i took it i'm like i am not your servant i am not your slave i don't owe you anything you piece of crap because you're gonna take me through all this you're gonna wreck my shop i'm gonna miss my bus and have to wait in crack town mm -hmm. ding ding crack man for i'm like but do you care no you don't care at all like all of this is going uh -huh. on in my head i'm like sarah they just want to stop by and get some chocolate. Maybe just relax for a minute and don't take it so personally. But it's hard when you're frustrated and exhausted. And mm -hmm. that's the first thing to go out the window is your empathy. Yeah. Because it's like, you know what? No one's thought about my comfort. Yeah, so sure. why should I think about yours? So I'm glad that yeah. you are in the, a better stage of your yeah. uh, time with Metro. That hopefully... <laughs> I For for now, at least. Um, I, I have a very good role model for this uh, a friend of mine who i met while part-time she's been part-time a while shout out to billy uh, Billy. if you're listening she um she is the chillest bus driver ever, i think i've ever seen nice and she is she is as placid as i've ever seen she tells me that sometimes like it can get to her i have just never seen it mm, mm -hmm. uh, and she drives the 40 which is a bus that gets late a lot yeah uh, and often like you're you're rolling through south lake union when where 
boy, there's a lot of people who don't know how to drive. I could say that about any neighborhood, I guess. But, you sure can. Um, but Patrick there's a lot of people who block Nessa. intersections in South Lake Union. I'll say that. Sorry, Pat Patrick. Oh no, he we used to work down there, and we didn't have a bus that actually could get him there, and the driving uh, and. Ooh, if you ever want to get him real riled up about something, ask him about like and people merging and, grid, oh, and gridlocking, gridlocking oh, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And so, so speaking of blocking intersections in South Lake Union, one uh, thing oh. I love about being a bus driver is there are times. So if if I'm driving the bus and this is outside of code, so if anyone asks, if anyone, if my base chief is listening to this, mm-hmm. your uh, blob smite fed. That's exactly it. Um, <laughs> ID number sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine four twenty. Anyway, high school is you a, is so proud of you I, right I, now. I, right, thirty one year old me is very proud too. Uh, That's good. <laughs> the I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, okay, the, the, so the, we, the gridlock or gr- the gridlock, gridlocking? yes, blocking intersections. Yeah. The commonly accepted norm among metro drivers, somewhat backed up but not officially by sure. metro as a whole, of course, is you wait at a light, you wait one entire light cycle, and you can't get through. Like maybe you're a sixty foot bus, mm. and the gap that remains at your green light is less than sixty feet every time because someone will fill it in yeah. if the light cycle changes. Yep. Just go ahead and go. <laughs> So your butt's hanging out? My butt will hang out. <laughs> There's not a lot of intersections where this is necessary. Yeah. Um, but there are a few, and I have done it. And I'm like, oh, there are 40 people on this bus and 80 people waiting for it. And uh, yeah, they're, they're going to get where they're going slightly mm-hmm. less late if I do this. Uh, I think that's absolutely okay. Because I've been in that situation where I've been like... <laughs> Come on, bus! Oh, there's like 50 people on there. All right, fine. <laughs> like, I'm just me, so fine. I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. But mostly at the... I In general, yeah. I, I hope... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope people just, like, share, because it makes me uh-huh. crazy when I'm like, you knew you wouldn't fit. So I, like, lock eyes with them and get, like, real close. <laughs> I have a lot of road rage. This is yeah. why I could never be a bus driver. <laughs> just have to channel it properly. I, I get some of that too, especially I'm driving downtown a lot with my current work. Mm. I think I'm going to go a little more out of town for for my next for the fall and winter. Can you? <laughs> he's going to winter in the in the north. <laughs> yeah, in the, the suburbs. That may well be it. Like the trolley buses are nicer to drive in the summer because they got great air conditioning. Yeah. And if you have to go out and put your poles up, you're not in the rain. Yeah. Um, but the winter, I'm more inclined towards going back to diesels, going back to like I'm going to drive up to Shoreline and not have to deal with south lake union i think that's fair yeah yeah that's a that's a particularly nasty part of town just because so much has grown up real quick and yeah um, i was not expected to grow that big so I, the streets are not yeah in a way that allows for that uh for out of town listeners uh that's where amazon is and a lot of the mm-hmm. uh, corporate buildings are and all of the other crap that goes with it. Why don't we talk about rodeo? I love the rodeo. Yes! I didn't 
write that on my list. Billy's the one who told me about rodeo. Yes, the Metro. Uh, Billy, Billy, who, if you remember, before our five-minute tangent, is my bus role model. Yes. Uh, she told me about rodeo. There is a bus driving competition that takes place every year. Yes. Uh, called the Metrodeo, which is a triple portmanteau of Metro, Road, and Rodeo. No! It's Rodeo with an A. I didn't know it was Rodeo with an A. Yeah. I am... So happy right now. Yeah. My nerd portmanteau brain is <laughs> thrilled. Uh, and <laughs> the competition is, you know, there's this obstacle course. You're supposed to make a very tight left turn, a very mm -hmm. tight right turn, put your tires between two sets of tennis balls with decre decreasing clearance, drive at 20 miles an hour between a set of barrels that are very narrow, and then come to a stop in front of a cone like as close to six inches you can, as you can manage. So you have to, like, slalom through the barrels? Am uh, I imagining that There correctly? is a slalom sort of thing. Those are cones. But the barrels are, like, they're placed, I don't know, 11 feet apart. Oh. Two, two lines of them, 11 feet apart. Oh, okay. And you drive your bus between them. And they start at 11, and they get down to, like, nine feet apart. Oh, dang! So, like, they're barely wider than the bus. And you oh. have to make your... You have to go at least 20 miles an hour through there. Which <gasps> feels very fast on a bus. Because uh, you and you don't want to donk them. Yeah. No donking. It is very fun to donk them. <laughs> if, if it's not in the competition, it's like bong, bong, bong. There's these big hollow plastic barrels, <laughs> and they go flying. It's great. That would be fun. It's very fun. I'm trying not to do it because there's limited rodeo practice time, and like I want to get it right. But yeah. When it happens, it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, it happens every year. Uh, there's free hot dogs and uh, barbecue for you get like a couple barbecue tickets. That's, that's <laughs> it's wonderful. Amazing. And what is surprising to me, they have this for like every major metro system in America. They do. Yeah, they and should. They have raildios. What on like a train? On it, yeah. What? I don't even know how it works. I want to see one really bad. They. Because, like, all of the bus driver ones are based on making tight turns yeah. and, like, m maneuvering your bus in a certain way. There's only one that we can do, which is, like, that stop six inches from a cone. Mm -hmm. That's the only one I can think of that you could replicate in a train. So they must have other stuff. Like, yeah. train operators have plenty of hard work to do. Like, sure. The, the first thought people often have when I mention thinking about going to light rail, you, you mm -hmm. can go to light rail from being a bus driver. Um, that's the most common path. But... uh is like, oh, would it be easier because they don't have to turn? It's like, probably not, is is my perception. Um, turning on the bus eventually gets pretty easy, and the rail people have so many rules they have to follow. Because their control of their vehicle is much different than your control over a yeah, coach. Absolutely. So that would bring its own set of challenges, because you always have your brake mm -hmm. and your... If you need it, um, but they—I imagine they also have brakes and stuff. I'm but they sure they also... have a passive brake system and a regular brake system. Yeah, but they—they they have so many rules. Like they're federally regulated in a much bigger way than buses are. Yeah, um, buses are like the pirates of yeah, the <laughs> pirates of tr public transit. <laughs> sure, um, <laughs> and you know they—they they have even stricter requirements on uh, accelerating smoothly than we do. Um, oh. Because a lot of the people on a train are standing, compared to a bus, it's not quite as many. Oh, 
so you have to, this just in, there's a part where you have to accelerate smoothly? Not within the rodeo, just in general. But just in general, that is a part of oh, yeah. your training? Oh, oh I didn't absolutely. know that. Bus drivers pay a lot of attention to it. Oh. Um, if you're really <laughs> I getting... beg to differ. Sure. Just one, just one lady. Sure. She's the mean one. Oh. The mean lady. I've only had one mean bus driver that I've noted that I'm like, you seem to be actively mean. So what happens when you when you register a complaint with Metro what happens? is um like a week or two later, uh so you say you had a complaint against me. Oh, I would never, but yes, sure. go ahead. Um He has resting jerk face. <laughs> so say that was the complaint. Um they, a week or two later I'd get a piece of mail saying, Here's the text of the complaint. Maybe you called it in and the the customer service rep uh writes it down, or maybe you did it through the website, and then it's just kind of directly what you typed out. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I read it. If I have anything to say on the matter, I have a space to write about it, and then turn it in, and then a couple days later, I meet with my chief about it. Okay. I have personally had three complaints so far. <gasps> no, what happened? Oh, everyone gets complaints. Okay. Um, two of them, I declined to let people board at places that weren't bus stops. Okay. Um, I'm a real stickler for that, and I That's know a it's. Thing. I know it's so frustrating. Yeah. I get it. I've been there, but like, it's a, as you say, it's a safety thing. I'm I'm a rules follower by nature. That's mm -hmm. part of why working in Metro is good for me. Because um, <laughs> there's a lot of rules to follow, but yeah. that one of the rules is don't let people on or off if it's not a bus stop. Oh, there is an exception to that, which I want to advertise to everyone. What's there's that? something called night stop. <gasps> After eight p.m. until five a.m. Um, you can ask your bus driver to let you off at a place that's not a bus stop. Um, they so have you don't some have restrictions. To walk alone in the dark. Exactly. That's <gasps> exactly why. Uh, I wish more people knew about it. That's why I'm. I hope everyone listening to the podcast uh, will take advantage of it. We, after eight p.m., um, there are still some restrictions. They they won't are not supposed to let you out just prior just prior to an intersection for safety reasons because they don't want you walking in front of the bus right after. Yep. Um, and it it can't be within a block of an existing bus stop. Um, sure. But there are there are plenty of spaces where you can yeah. get off. And if you convince the driver that it's safe, or you ask the driver and are nice about it, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, there's a safe place here, I'll let you out. That's awesome. And what's it called again? Night Stop. Night Stop. That is that is the name you'll call it by uh, to let the driver know what you want. Can I that's... get a night stop around this street? That's really uh, cool. And for our non-Seattle listeners, a lot of metro programs, uh, a lot of metros have this kind of thing. So nice. Check up on your website. Call your local library. They'll tell you <laughs> to check the metro website. <laughs> but just go to the library anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Go to your local library. Get a book. Get yeah. an audio book. You don't have to pay for it. Get on. <laughs> It is wild to me that libraries have like a limited number of copies of audiobooks. That is weird, it's right? I get, I get it. It's like licenses or whatever, but oh, I didn't get it. I just I'm like, nope, it's a library, so we're treating it like we've always. Katrina, my girlfriend, listens to a lot of audiobooks uh -huh. uh, from libraries, and I, it drove me wild for a while. And she, you know, patiently explained, okay, well, they have a number of licenses, and like it's like how they pay for books, and I still got mad. <laughs> Just copy them. Pirate Just, them. <laughs> no, no. They're libraries. <laughs> they do things the right way. Your beloved Katrina, she did a wonderful job of uh, verbalizing your uh, first bus rodeo. Oh, yeah. Because 
as a as a layman mm-hmm. watching you, I was so sad I couldn't go. I couldn't. Mm. I didn't. Wasn't able to go last year or this year, and I'm I'm genuinely heartbroken because <laughs> I want to go so bad. Um, if nothing Try else, for next year. Yes, I definitely. What, what time of year? It happens it? in mid June. Mid June. Between the uh, spring and summer shakeups. Okay. Oh right, and that's something else I think is really fun. And I try to get too emotionally attached to my lady bus driver. Right, I love we her change work three times a year. Yeah, I think she's probably almost done. Right for the summer, the shakeup is coming soon. Yeah, uh, September twenty third. <gasps> Maybe I'll get her car. Twenty first. I just really like her. No. You could. Um. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you, you. I mean, if you could start it out, if you have a good rapport with her, you'd be like, my friend is a bus driver. He says the end of the shakeup's coming. <laughs> Are you going to be on the same work? Yeah. There's a possibility. High seniority people often, like, they've got the work they want. They're just going to stay on it. Yeah. She just seems really sweet. Again, we've said nothing to each other except, like, hello, good morning, hi, thank you, goodbye, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. very chill. But I'm just... When 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 you're on the bus for an hour mm-hmm. and it goes through variations of neighborhoods where you're like, I wonder what today's going to be uh-huh. like. Um, it's, it's nice to have him like she, and she's also very chill. Oh, that's good. And, um, that's something I find very amazing is one guy, he was, as uh, I can't, I can't think of the words that I want, but he, his face was, didn't move mm-hmm. and someone was freaking out at him. Uh-huh. Like, I think it was outside of the bus or like something was happening and everyone else was like, Oh, I'm starting to feel a little heightened. I'm uh-huh. a little escalated yeah the, the adrenaline's coming in and um he's just like everything's fine it's like he was looking at a lake at a sunset <laughs> and i was like, wow i don't know if i have that in me mm-hmm. that's oh. that's the true skill of bus driving like and yeah. uh, most people could drive a bus mm-hmm. like the physical skill of it you can get better at it and there's people who are incredibly good such as rodeo champion tammy way uh, to go tammy uh she drives the routes that you would take she drives she would she is on the board so okay. she will sometimes drive the 132. Oh, okay. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. Is she an African-American lady? No. Okay. Then that's not my lady, whose name I don't know yet. Duh. I need to look at... Does she have a name? Does everyone have a name tag? No. Nobody oh. has a name tag. Then how do how do you learn anyone's name? As a, we chat. I... Uh, <laughs> well, not you, because you guys talk <laughs> to each other. I I, mean, it's like, astonishing a, how many drivers whose names I don't know. Like, the guy I relieve on Tuesdays. We we chat a lot. I have no idea what his name is. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we've been chatting for three months. I okay. don't know. I like the bus handoff. I like the guy who takes me home, also. He's also great. They always have a nice chat. Mm-hmm. You chat. The, uh, the minimum you say is, like, uh, good bus, no reroutes. Mm-hmm. Um, good bus good bus to you exactly exactly that's it's very funny phrasing i found out that the train people do the same thing (gasps) good train good train well not good train to you but they say good train (laughs) i feel like we could add the good train to you sir or madam (laughs) sure sure add a top hat to it (laughs) there's so many hats that you can buy in the bus uniform store really there's so many. I've got five different ball caps. What? There's a beret that I don't think I can pull off yet. Um, I'm here to tell you, you are ready for that beret. I, my head's too big. Really? Like. I don't think you have a big head. I have a large head. Do you? My, my noggin is large. Okay. Uh, for home listeners, uh, uh-huh. my head is very large. I, for home listeners, <laughs> I'm not buying it. Uh, okay. We'll have, we'll get the measuring tape out. Sure. And. <laughs> 
you know, let's just take a quick pause for station identification, uh, and we'll if measure say, my head. If you say you have a big head, I, I totally believe you. I don't, it's not, like, disproportionate. Just with the beret as it is, I don't think I can quite pull it off. But let's get you into that beret. Mm. What color is it? Is it? Is it blue? It's blue, but has, like, red um, lining. Hmm. Not, like, interior. What's the term? Like Piping? Uh, piping. That's the term. Red piping. That sounds lovely. Now I'm going to look at everyone's head more and see what's... Is... I wear uh, almost exclusively a, a, the hat I got at Rodeo for participating. It says 42nd <laughs> Annual Metrodeo. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's... Oh, I didn't finish saying how much I appreciated <laughs> Katrina's running commentary. Because she, she posted a video of commentating on the, yeah. the radio. Because she's like, okay, now in this part, he needs to be able to get this close to the curb, and he's going to have to be able to stop at this point. Because otherwise, we would just be watching sure. him drive a bus, which, although impressive, I wouldn't know what is being ranked or scored how. Yeah. Um. So that was really interesting. Oh, and the guy who drops me off. Oh, yeah. He always, he manages to get, for listeners. It's like it. A na- he, he nanometer away from the curb. He pulls up so perfectly I'm, I'm just... It's an amazing say, skill that a lot of drivers have. To him too. The tunnel drivers have to have that, too. Oh, uh, I didn't think about tunnels. We, or the Aurora Bridge. That would stress me out. I, I just split the lanes. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'd say most drivers do in, in my observation. Like, on the Aurora Bridge, most people just split the lanes. I think most drivers just split the rain. <laughs> drain. If, split the if drain. there's, like, heavy traffic, I might go in one lane, but... If it's heavy traffic, you're going like 10 miles an hour. That's that's, that's a lot easier. Uh, but no, the the tunnel we have downtown, which is the only currently um, tunnel, I believe, in the world where buses and trains run on the same, mm-hmm. like, platforms. Oh. Um, and it has been since, like, 2007. It was originally built in, like, 1990 just for buses so that, like, buses could not deal with downtown traffic and go through and it used to be tons and tons of buses went through what tunnel are maybe i don't know what tunnel you, you taken want. the light rail no i haven't oh well it's where the light rail goes in westlake center that yeah. area under okay, okay okay that, yep. there's a few other stops downtown but that's there's the tunnel under there okay uh um, then yes okay i'm brought up to speed um, good and this is not a wide tunnel and you are meant to get your bus you know very very close to the tunnel Closer than the outside world. Outside world, the standard is 6 to 12 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, in the tunnel, you're supposed to get within 6. <gasps> and it's tough. I did the tunnel training. I've never driven a tunnel route. Uh-huh. And, like, that's scary. I had been driving the bus for a year when I did that training. I was like, wow, this is this is a different thing. Amping up your anxiety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you have to deal with the train rules and signals. Oh, because that's right. They have weird, like, lines. Yeah, so those are just for the trains. The buses Mm -hmm. have signals on the other side that are like, here's two lights. One of them's green, one of them's red. Mm -hmm. They have this whole, like, there's a card that you have. Like, what if one's yellow and one's green? What if one's black and one's green? It's like, (laughs) it's too much. So what happens if one is black and one is green? uh, If any of them are black, that's a problem. Okay. Uh, So immediately call. Okay. Um, Because... That shouldn't be happening. <laughs> the rule. So black is a, a bad signal. Yeah, it's a uh, black is like a dead signal. Oh, There's okay. no, they don't have black lights. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Not There's through no, the tunnel raves? No, no tunnel raves. Well, then, why am I even learning about the tunnels, then? I was looking forward to my I, tunnel raves. I don't know. Actually, they're going to kick the buses out of the tunnel in a few months. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they want to run more trains. Trains and are neat. What they tell me is there's, you know, there's train controllers. There are people, like air traffic controllers, but for trains who mm -hmm. uh, have plenty of experience in, like, San Francisco or Chicago or whatever, yeah. running these trains. And they've got this control center. It's very Mission Impossible with a big-ass screen. What? Showing the whole, it's incredible. It's they each of them has seven screens at their desk, and then there's also a huge ass screen up front. Yeah, with like here's every station in the tunnel and the vehicles that are going through it right now. Sort of like War Games. Did you ever see that movie with Matthew Broderick from the '80s? No, but I assume yes. Uh, <laughs> it's imagine like mission control. It's a command. From the 60s. Yeah, it's a mission control. It's command yeah. center. Uh, anyway, nice. so they they come in from these other systems and come into this tunnel like why do you have buses in here what's going on why are th Did get you know these buses get, in here? get these buses out of my tunnel <laughs> why She's is like someone calling me like i have a flat tire what you're a how do you have a flat tire you're in a tunnel you should be a train um, <laughs> don't tell me what to be <laughs> um it really limits the throughput of trains. So they, they want to put through more trains through because especially they're opening up the Northgate station. So yeah. that'll make it very popular. Uh, yeah. But I'm glad I got the tunnel training before they shut the buses out. Just to have the experience? Yeah, it's fun. Like, it's I collected them all. Uh, <laughs> like, all, the, all the things you can do? Yeah, the exactly. There's, a, there's also a what's called an orca loader training, which is... You go a out whale there. on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you no bus at all. You walk out on the platforms in the tunnel, and uh -huh. you've got a little card reader, and you read people's cards so that they can board the back door of the bus. Oh. And like that's just your job for four hours. Okay. Um, and you drive something else in the morning, but I never did that. I just got the training. <laughs> <laughs> but you're ready to. Hold I'm ready. Boop, well, boop. but then I won't do it because no, uh, no, no more trains down there. The or after no March. Buses. Unless I get it for for winter, that's not. But don't they have other places where you can boot? There are. Those are the rapid rides, but the, rapid you don't rides. need uh, people a for that. Yeah. Oh, that's my question. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a thousand questions, and I, we could literally be here for six hours. Let's, but we should do a lightning round in a bit. Um, well, I don't know if I have that. I shouldn't write that many questions. Okay. Um, but so let's say the rapid ride. Um, I hit the boot. You don't know that I hit the boot. Though. I don't. So the driver doesn't know. Driver doesn't know or care. Doesn't know or care. All right, that was my only question. Uh, they I'm... they have fair enforcement that comes on sometimes. Fair enforcement, so that's so like it's, the. They're not police. They're rent a cops. Oh, okay. And I want to stress that if any of you are hard up and you still need to ride the bus, I totally respect you and you should. Um, fair enforcement comes for you on the bus specifically. Mm -hmm. Um. And they're like, "Hey, you don't have your fare. Let's step outside. Walk away from them." Really? Don't give them your name. Just walk away. They're not real cops. Okay. Don't do that on the train. Okay. That's on the different. train, they're real cops. They're actual. Don't walk away from them because they're like, they'll do stuff. <laughs> but I've okay. seen. I, I'm not okay. saying. Okay. I I don't want to be held liable. <laughs> um, so, okay. I have seen people do this successfully. I'll say yes. that. Yes. Again, you, this is Blob Schmeidfed. Schmeidfed. I. Yes. If you're really hard up and you don't see another option and it's like you can't afford that ticket, just try walking away. I'm huh. inclined towards people not getting tickets. So yeah. when I'm driving the raft rides and the ferry enforcement comes on, I, I like say, watch out. It's the fuzz. 
Do you really? I, when I don't say it's the fuzz, but... <laughs> Be aware. We got a little canned announcement, too, that we can play. It's like, please have your fare ready for fare enforcement. Oh, okay. Because uh, sometimes I've forgotten my bus pass. Mm. I've uh, It's just run out and hasn't recharged enough. Yep. And I just look at them with, like, the saddest face. <laughs> and I'm like... It'll, I, oh, it'll yeah. be on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, most people say. Yep, it takes about two days to reload, and I just, I just wave them on. Real quick, can we talk about the graphite and my favorite term? Oh, trolley juice. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so we've talked about the trolleys. So we laid the groundwork here. So trolleys, they have those poles that go up to these steel wires. Um, they have little graphite shoes uh, inside on those poles. It's mm -hmm. kind of a U-shaped thing at the end of the pole. It doesn't hook over. It just is U-shaped and pushes under it. Okay. Oh, um, like a bra. Like a bra, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a bra for the wire. Okay. Um, and they put little graphite shoes, is what they call them, mm -hmm. uh, inserts into the poles. Graphite, the same kind as you would have in a pencil. In a pencil. Um, and in case people don't, can't quite picture it, so imagine a bus has, you know in Back to the Future, when he needs to catch the the pole that's on, that gets hit oh, by yeah. electricity? Yeah, that's the orientation of the pole, so, for sure. So that's sort of what the orientation of the pole is, like, pointing towards the butt, like, at yeah. an angle. Sticking a little bit past the butt. Yeah, and then it's pushed up against that the by, wire. By some big spring. By a big spring on that wire, and yeah. that's and what's... they got two poles like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. There's two. One in, one out. Cool. I just want to bring in case in case people are like I don't even understand how sure. this works. So that's sort of imagine Marty McFly. Yeah, and it's a lot like that. Duck. Anyway, continue. So you um, have these graphite shoes. We have these graphite shoes. Um, these are for the purpose of both conducting electricity and for a lubricant, so that they slide along the wire easier. Mm -hmm. um, you can't really have liquid lubricants because they, you know, wash away, wash away, and probably wouldn't conduct as well. Uh, so graphite's really the only thing you can use. Um, if it has rained recently. And it's Seattle. And it's Seattle. So say I'm walking out to the bus, my, my trolley bus in the morning, and it's rained recently. There's a lot of water on the wires uh, and on the poles. And I am putting my poles up to start my day onto the wires. And I'm looking up at the wires, and I kind of have my mouth open absentmindedly. Well, so that graphite rubs on the wires. And like just like a pencil does, some of that mm -hmm. stuff rubs off. And it mixes with the rainwater. Makes a, yeah. And it makes a slurry. <laughs> slurry, I was about the, to say slurry. Is the word that was on your tongue. It was. <laughs> and the thing that was on your tongue, could be on your tongue if you have your <laughs> mouth open without paying attention, is trolley juice. <laughs> um, I have never been juiced. Um, I was warned about it very much in trolley training. Yes. Good. Yeah. yeah. And... I've gotten it on my hands. It's pretty gross. It's not smelly, mm -hmm. thankfully. Yeah, I imagine it's just... By I mean, it's graphite in water. It's not yeah. the grossest thing in the world, but getting it in your mouth, I think, would be pretty bad. I don't want anything from the city to get into my mouth. Yeah. Like, they, they, give us, <laughs> they give us the gloves specifically because the poles are so... The ropes that hold the poles are so filthy. filthy. Just god-awful filthy. Yeah. When I get on and off the bus, I try not to use my hands. Mm. <laughs> I'm always like... And then I, I cleanse myself immediately when I when I get home, yep. like wash my hands. Shout out, yeah! Shout out to the bus cleaners. Uh, <sighs> tough job. Ble and bless you. Literally, may God come to you at your house and give you a <laughs> hug, 
and tell you thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most poorly paid positions at Metro. It's no. not it's not terrible pay because it's still union, but yeah. it's it's less than the drivers, less than the VM, best, less than yeah. Yeah. They ought to be paid more. Well, do they get to keep what they find? Uh, one time, my <laughs> favorite lost and found item ever. Oh uh, yes. Was a pair of pants. Oh. Um, Whose pants? I don't know. I, they went into the trash oh. rather than the lost and found. Oh, I oh. picked them up with a pen uh, through the belt loop and showed them to the supervisor and asked, what do you think? And they said, that's going in the trash. Okay. <laughs> uh, someone I think was very, there were a bunch of Ross tags nearby. So I think someone had gotten a new outfit and was very excited about it. Oh, and changed on the bus? Yeah. I had seen someone had been standing back. This is like way in the back of an articulated bus. Yeah. And I was wondering what they were doing and I found out later on. They were changing pants. They were changing pants. Left, ditch the old pants. I don't need them. On the way to rehearsals and stuff, and like or auditions and things, like a lot of it, you have to travel to get there. That I change in the car. I'm fortunate enough to have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, but yeah, I can definitely see how one could forget their pants when changing into new pants. Um, <laughs> oh, did you have any other funny stories or things that you would like the peop- the good people of Seattle to know about being a good a bus participant. You you came out so ardently for getting on the bus fast, and that is a nice thing to do. Um, have your stuff ready. That's I mean I don't know. Ride the bus how you ride the bus. It's it's <laughs> I get I get paid decently well to put up with everything. So just don't hit me. Okay. No. Do don't you hit him. <laughs> don't you hit Rob or any of the bus drivers. It's me. And as so I want to say thank you again. Thank you of for coming. Course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> like I said, you this were is like a very the, nice podcast. The first person on my mind no. because I'm like, I want to talk about buses. I could easily talk about buses for three more hours. Uh, honestly, I'm going to eventually have like an email or something where people can send this information. I, I will do this answer in post. all of their questions. Yeah, so maybe we'll have a a Q and A bus question because every time uh, you've brilliantly left. Facebook, or at least taking a break from it. Um, I think you're a genius. And the the key for me, I just, every time I saw someone post, I would say unfollow that person. Okay. And that includes, like, Katrina and my dad. Like, oh, wow. people I want to see until no one's left. Until no one's left. And then, like, what's there left to see? Nothing. That that was the key to weaning myself. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's, no, 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 that's, I think you're very, I can't let go. I can't let go of Facebook. It's hard, but um, I miss things. Well, I miss being able to talk. I mean, we sh- should text, but I'm like, <laughs> I have a bus thing I need to talk to Rob about right now. <laughs> so there's just a lot of bus things that come up. And so, yeah, if you have a question, call in or send an email to an email account I will definitely make and then tell you about in post. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we can have you come back and we can talk about buses or improv because Rob is also a very talented improviser and puppeteer. He's worked with me on a number of shows. And he was, um, yeah, he's great. He's a great, he's the greatest. Um, and I like to end the show with musical arm farts. If you care to join me. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) What? I have deep eye sockets. So listeners, I was doing that with my, like a hand over my eye, like. I lost it. Oh, but you did it beautifully. It was just, you know how you do under the cup under the armpit, only it was on the eyeball. That's amazing. And I think <laughs> that's another reason why I end with musical arm farts, because I'm learning so much about people uh-huh. with that portion. All right. 
<laughs> this has ha gone on long enough. Uh -huh. Okay, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>